AG1 is a comprehensive and convenient blend of over 70 high quality ingredients. And what that means is each morning when I wake up, before I do anything else, I drink AG1 to set me up for the day. It keeps me clear headed, full of energy and focused on whatever I need to do, like writing the fighting cock, for example. One scoop once a day before breakfast and that's it. I've actually found that I've not been needing coffee in the morning to get me started. I've still been drinking coffee because I love coffee, but it's not because it's like a necessity to do so. AG1 is made out of the highest quality ingredients subject to the strictest manufacturing standards. AG1 is NSF certified for sport and this process involves exhaustive testing and verification that every serving of AG1 is exactly what you see on the label. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs for your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock. That's drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock to get started and to help the podcast. Thank you very much. Have a great day and enjoy the show. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. GEICO asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Kind of interesting experiences you have. What do you mean by fresh. interesting? Like, like sexual experiences with someone else other than your regular partner. <laughs> Good. Yes. <laughs> See, how you doing, mate? Boom, 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 Griselda. Yeah, I've been in Well, Sorry, everyone. Everybody's got no idea what's going on. Boom, 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 boom. Sorry, Mooch. Mooch is on the ones and twos. How you doing, my friend? I'm deaf now, that's for sure. 
<laughs> yeah, but like that's—I mean, it's gully shit, isn't it? We don't care if you're dead. <laughs> it's all about Griselda now. Griselda is um, a, a, a good rap album, a, a good rap group. Yes, yeah, so it's like a record label kind of crew of rappers. Yeah, and, and, they, and um, most, most of their production, no, their uh, what do you call it? Um, uh, percussion is is West Side Gun just doing that. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> <laughs> But this, what I don't understand about that, and this is really niche for people who are not listening, but you sh- if you're not listening, you should listen to this album because it's the best rap album, in my opinion, for many, many every year. Um, they, they have sound effects. They could put gun sound effects on, but it's just this geezer. Boom, 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 boom. But well, you know it's him. Yeah, it's true. You know it's him. Um, yeah, uh, yes, yeah, so uh, Tottenham Hotspur, uh, we lost, lost the walls. Uh, and we had a question sent in. Hang on, I'm just trying to find the running order very quickly. I've got this distracted by T's outburst there. Uh, well, one thing before we start, there's a little house rules for t- today's podcast. We're not allowed to mention Kane or Son not being available. All right? If you do, Mooch has to take off a pair of piece of clothing. Okay. All right, I'm not wearing much clothing. <laughs> <as well. laughs> yeah, it could end up by the end of this podcast as Mooch completely Shoelaces, shoelaces count, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Velcro here. Yeah, shoelaces, shoelaces do not count. Um, yes, yeah, so uh, yeah, we 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 had a, another disappointing game. It's getting to the point where I wish this season just didn't exist. That coronavirus would take over football and it would all just end. Because the, obviously the bonus of that is that if there are there is no football for the rest of the season, that Liverpool can't win it. Yeah, it's like football euthanasia, isn't it? Just put them out of their misery. <laughs> what? what how, how good did you? Before we come on to Spurs, how, how good did you feel, or did you, did it have any impact the fact that Watford had beaten Liverpool? But I wasn't happy about it because I wanted them to beat Arsenal's record. Yeah, I know. I I know, but as soon, as soon as that moment passed, did you take any glee in the fact that they're... they're no. no. Okay, good. No. Uh, I mean, anybody that thinks Arsenal's invincible record is better than what this Liverpool team have done so far, it's they're a bit delusional because Arsenal drew tw- drew their way to 12 games and they were they were got knocked out of all the cups early. This is a Liverpool team that is expand- it goes over more than one year. It's Champions League final twice in a row. Um, an insane amount of points last year. They're going to win the league this year by close to 100 points again. So, those Arsenal fans, they, the, the pop, I think my issue with it is Arsenal fans are celebrating. Whenever they celebrate, I'm pissed off. Fair enough. I, I, I just, I just want to see if anyone other than me took any glee in the fact that Liverpool got beat 3 0. I think plenty. Couldn't give a fuck. I, I, th- I think plenty of people did, given the memes that went around. I loved it. Um, it's like one of the best bits of the season so far yeah. for me. I hate Liverpool, but the only thing I kind of got left is Arsenal just not having that gold trophy anymore. And it's wrapped in gold foil, but there you go, like an Easter egg. I didn't even know that that gold trophy was a thing. I had didn't, didn't even know. That You've obviously not been to the Emirates thing. It's all it's all over the shop no. when you get uh, there. No idea. So th- I I want to start this podcast to, to to ease the pain of some of the Spurs fans out there. You know, the ones that are listening to this podcast that stuck with us, stuck with us through the years, who understand that the fighting cocky isn't necessarily about being real. It's about shielding ourselves from the pain. Yes, mm. and talking through it. Self-medicating. Self-medicating, yeah. This isn't a podcast about us righting the wrongs at, at, at Tottenham Hotspur. It's making our lives just that little bit better than it could have been if we hadn't had this conversation. That's all we are. Fine. Yeah, we're not the voice of Tottenham. We're not we're here to, to, to dig out Daniel Levy. We're here to dig out the shit players and make ourselves feel better. Fine. Um, so with that, I want to know what the worst ever result for you at Tottenham Hotspur has been. Where, where, what, what, what game was so bad that you walked away thinking, I'm not sure if I can do this anymore? God, you know what? Because you've, cause you've read the question a little bit differently, I've had to kind of think again. Go on. What, 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 but the Chelsea win in the Champions League, I was devastated. Yeah. And um, at the time, I worked in Kingston and I had to... I kind of forgot that Mooch is here. <laughs> at a time. Again, Mooch is on the ones and twos. He engineers the podcast as we record. It happens to be that... He's a Chelsea fan, but he also has very cheap studio space. So we'll start, we'll start with him. <laughs> but I had to get the train past the stadium every day. Mm. So I had to sit with my back to it because I was, I was that gutted. Okay. But those are the direct Spurs result. I think the Portsmouth one stands out. 2-0 semi-final. semi-final FA Cup. Buddy? Yeah, those are all painful ones. But I, I have two. I think, I think the 5-1 loss away to Newcastle, it took, it took months to get over that. Not just because we lost, but because we ended up slipping behind Arsenal again. Mm. And we hadn't finished above them. And I think it was the 93 FA Cup semi-final against Arsenal, where that was the first time that I learned football could be football could be a wanker. That was the first time I cried at football that game. Yeah. yeah. That was the closest I'd been. Um, my game is the 4-1 home defeat to Arsenal in the League Cup. Uh, <laughs> quarter-final, I think. Harry Redknapp's early, early years. It was uh, in the quarters. 
wasn't it? Cool, wherever it was, Cool could played. Uh, and yeah, anyway, we got beat four one, and, and and I walked away walked away from that game thinking, I'm not sure if I can do this anymore. This is just too much pain, and and and, and this was compounded at the time by uh, the fact that I was at the peak of my hatred of Arsenal. For them to just roll us over in that game was just almost too much. Was it even that long ago? It was, I would say, about 10 years ago. 10 years? Wasn't, hang on, so that, was that the Redknapp game? It was, was Croatian in goal. Yeah, it was. Sorry, yeah. Cork, I'm mixing the games up. I'm mixing the games up. Yeah, Corker made his name. Yeah, he did, yeah. Yeah, so that's about 10 years ago. Yeah, give up. Might be longer. But sorry, go on. Right, wherever it is, right? So my, my question to you is, that's not... This isn't as bad as those games, is it? No, not at all. <laughs> You're not ready to walk away, are you, T? No. I'm not ready to fucking walk away but just there's, yet. There's a wider context, though, and those games that we've all named, we weren't very good. We were great when we lost 5-1 to Newcastle. We were, yeah, that, we to, to really remember that one was. Season. We had a really good team. But in, the, we? in the other games that we've mentioned, we, we weren't exactly what we are now. Right. I mean, the Champions League final was an anomaly. <clears throat> I'll, I'll say that, but it just feels like um, we were on the brink of so much more. But no, yesterday's game in the Pantheon of bad Spurs results, it's not, it's, it's not that bad. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're a good team. We spoke before in doing a preview and Wolves are a good team. I'll take some of their players though. You, you said you wouldn't. I I've got, I, that's the issue with that. I took him in us. And the rest. Right. Fuck them. You're, you're talking about, <laughs> you, Biden and T are talking about a Patreon-only podcast, which you, uh, you can subscribe to if you want. The fightingcot.co.uk fighting forward slash Patreon. That's not wrong. That's wrong. Patreon.com forward slash the fighting cock. There we go. Uh, P-A-T-R-E-O-N. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and uh, yeah, uh, just just as a bit of housekeeping, um, we've actually changed the RSS feed inside that Patreon account. So if you used to receive your podcast through the, the feed that you'd previously be using, you have to find your new one inside the podcast app. Mm. Otherwise, you won't be able to get the content anymore. Anyway, uh, message me at Flav underscore Bateman if you need help with any of that shit. Um, need, in fact, if you need any customer services help, message Flav. He loves it. <laughs> I'll give you his number at the end of the podcast. And <laughs> <laughs> his email. Um, but the, the point is, is that we got through those terrible periods, right? The, 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 when we got spanked by Arsenal 4-1, it, I couldn't see past the next game, right? When, when we lost to Portsmouth, it felt like we'd missed a, an incredible opportunity to get into an FA Cup mm. final. And four days after, we Danny Rose on his debut. And then we beat Chelsea the week after that, uh, yeah. the few days after that. So I, I, I think... I think a lot of it has got to do how we take in football these days. It's constantly around us. Back then, there was no social media. There was nothing like that. And these games could kind of pass you by, especially like even the red nap, early red nap years. I don't think social media is quite like what it is now. Now it's just pretty much you turn on Instagram, you've got the Spurs um, official um, Instagram story, you know, where they go through the game. Oh, we're winning. Nah, 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 and then it's just like we lost and then it dies. You know, and then you've got all the memes and everything else that pop up. You know, that with the Spurs official account, which has got better, right? It's very good. But what I don't like about them is in, in the run-up or the day before the game, it's like 24 hours to go. And on the day, it's, it's game day. Like, we're not going to be completely crushed when the game starts. It's mm. almost like everyone at the club's like, amazing, we've got another game. All the other fans, all the fans at the club are like, yeah, but we haven't got X and Y up front. Yeah. Or, uh, you know, wh whatever problems we have. It's almost like they're oblivious to it. Or they're just pumping out a, just a positive message. I, I think as I'm getting older, I'm realising that I'm not part of the target audience. So I don't follow them. I'm not following them for a number of years. But that's not targeted at me, those tweets. I, I followed them from the Love the Shirt account. I noticed. Yeah, I just did it because I felt like there was going to... I felt like they had post videos that we might be able to nick. <laughs> that's, that's the reason why I did it. Um, but I unfollowed them because I realised that because you follow them... Twitter then floods your feed with people that also follow them that have had big tweets. And some of these big tweets this week have been about, you know, getting out Enoch or, you know, Spurs are shit or it's time to, f I don't know, whatever fucking thing that people are moaning about at the moment. So I've had to unfollow them. That's because you can't use Twitter though. Who? You. Okay. You can, actually, you can actually sort it so you don't see what other people have liked. I can't. You do, you, you've got to log in, help me. <laughs> You're right, I don't know how to use it. Um, okay, go on. Okay, look, uh, I've got a good question from Harlem Hotspurs, and, he, and, and this is this is the part of the reason why we started the conversation about you know bad results. Is that why do we ever, why do we come back every week? Because I paid a fucking grand. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. <laughs> if I hadn't paid a grand, I'd just go over, just <laughs> not watch it. 
Well, I don't go back every week because it's an unconditional love mm. and I'm a bloody idiot. There we go. There we and go. You can't so, even sell your tickets anymore. No one buys. No <laughs> one. I didn't go on Sunday. You can't say that. No one's. You can't say. You can't say exchange. that. Unofficial ticket exchange. I gotta say. I do it on legal. Oh, I do. I it thought legal. you would do. I would do it for nefarious no, means. No, I don't do it. I don't do anything better. Yeah, no, no. It just, just in case if the club are listening, do check Buddy's timeline just in case he has. Yeah, no, I don't do anything better with my real name. Anyone can say anything. I'm just saying, just in case he has, and you want to get him, just check his timeline right now. So you kind of have to go now after every game. No one bought my fucking Wolves ticket. My seat is great. But the lads, the point I was getting at here, what I'm trying, <laughs> trying to get to, is that we have an unconditional love for our football club. Do we not or not? True. Massively, yes. yes. And that's why we go back every week, isn't it? Yes. Absolutely. Well, th- yes. Love the abuse. <laughs> like an abusive housewife. Mate, because there are lots <laughs> yeah. of women, very unhappy for a very long time, getting beat up by their wife, husband and keep going back. And it's probably not healthy to do that. In fact, if that is happening to you and you're listening to this, get not, out. Get out now. Yeah. Uh, and, and then maybe that's what we should all do. Maybe the club will learn <laughs> if we just stop going back. <laughs> stop going back to the fist. Because <laughs> basically, every, every, like Daniel Levy right now, he's just, oh, just whipping his belt off every time we walk in the stadium. He's throwing plates of dinner at our head as yeah, well. I, mean, I go because I like seeing tea. I like seeing tea. I like seeing Callum. I like hanging out with them, Yag, my mate Yago, so it's good. We go to the football, have a nice day. But None of these three people were at the game yesterday, and I, and I was there. I just want to point this out. I was, I was doing stuff. I was, I, was ra- I was saving children's lives. Yesterday. Oh, yeah, you did a run, didn't you? Before, yeah. let's, we'll be getting to the Wolves game very shortly. Mm. You did a run that um, Alex just bowed out. Fucking bottled it. Bottled it. <laughs> what, did he have a tonsillitis? Adults don't get tonsillitis. I, don't know it's what, in, I checked it up on the NHS website. It says only people called Alex and, and, and if you're an adult get t- tonsillitis. He tried. He, he put a few miles in early in the year to try and Did get Did he, though? Because he could have just done... Anyone can up the, like, have a fake Strava out. No, he wasn't even use, using Strava. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure he did anything? I don't know. I like to, I, I like to think there's good in people, <clears throat> so I believe Alex. So last week we, did, we, did, we talked about the podcast and, and talked about the sensory room for Malmesbury Primary School. Yep. And they now have a sensory... Well, not right now. Yeah, you can't build they, it that fast. They've got the money. They've got the money. They, yeah. got, they hit their target. They're happy. Yeah. The headmaster, my mate Frank, he's really happy. He's delighted. And yeah, so it's all good. As long as it doesn't do an Arthur Fowler, then it'll be all good. What, to run with the money? <laughs> Wasn't that from the allotment? Fuck those kids! <laughs> he's still the money from the allotment. It's a Christmas committee. money. It's a Christmas kitty. <laughs> and he took the money. Arthur Fowler. That's, that's quite a niche reference. Yep. Um, Wolves. Come on. We, uh, let, let's do it. Mm. Um, I was really frustrated with it all. Uh, I came away from the game feeling, I'm fucking sick of this. Um, I deserve better. I've done better with my life and I understand that, that when I watch my football team, they should perform better for me. But it, Wolves are a good side. Uh, Spurs' performance was better than it was against Chelsea's. Sergio Aurier is a god. And um, yeah, that's all I've got to say about that. I... I watched, I watched the game, I was there. I didn't think we actually played that badly. But it's a bit like um, Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder for six rounds. And round 10, just punching yourself in the face. Yeah. That's what that game was. Because we do something really good, and then we give the ball away. Do something else really good, then give the ball away. I mean, a couple of, at least two of their goals, I've not seen the replays. Tanganga. Was a result of us giving the ball away. Is it time to cancel Tanganga? No, I don't, th- I don't think you can blame Tanganga for either goal. I think he handled Traore quite well, because he seemed I, to be yeah. against him. What, the, the bit when he sort of kicked it up and sort of passed it to their player? Dyer should have cut that out. I think, that, I think fundamentally can't. the problem is Dyer. He's a fucking salami. He needs to be replaced. Put Alderweireld in that back three, and I think you got a pretty decent Did back you see three. Mourinho's comments about Dyer? Did he say he really like, appreciated his contribution on the pitch? He said he played really well. Oh, and so. Eric Dyer said um, he no longer wants to be a midfielder, he wants to be a defender. That's clear because and, he can't run. And to be fair, I mean, he was, he was terrible in parts, he's not got the feet. But I get the logic of, um, of, of him starting in the sense that you had two quick people around him to do all the running around him and mop up. And Dyer's got a bit of a, got a, bit of a passing range. I mean, it's, I mean Alderweireld is arguably our best defender and he got dropped. I still don't know why. Played some football. Hmm? He's played a bit of football. He uh, he has played a lot of football and he hasn't been very good in the last couple of games. Well, I mean, last week he had a sprog and he had to get the train from Antwerp to to Birmingham. Well, he was quite a bit tired. He, he was quoted in the mouth afterwards saying, "For me, Jose Mourinho is an unbelievable people manager. Someone who you'd want to travel eight hours by road to play on a Sunday after your son is born. The feeling you get, the feeling you, I have for him, you don't want to disappoint him. Can I just say something?" Stop fucking talking about your son. Stop Stop fucking... All right, you've had a kid. He's had a fucking kid. Why is this kid in Belgium? Maybe that's where his mum lives. 
fuck's sake. What, you think the whole family should At least stick? get them closer. I think you, they, they should be supporting their husband a bit better. I think they, so. If he's distracted by his wife being in Belgium, then that's not good for Tottenham, is it? We should it's put like a that time when that that footballers don't have children. While it's like, it's I agree. It's like Yoko Ono all over again. Yeah, yeah. we've got to find. Actually, no, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> 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 it's at the moment, his eyes sort of. I realised where I was. Do you, remember, do you remember how disappointed we all were when uh, when Gareth Bale didn't play against Chelsea because his yeah. baby was born? Alba, you're going to spend the rest of your life with that baby. This is one game you've got to play for us. And we got battered. We would have won if it wasn't for Gareth Bale and that bloody baby. <laughs> would, would have won without um, redacted and redacted yesterday too. Mm. Good. Yeah, I, I just, I just think when you, when you, when you look at, <laughs> when you look at Wolves' team, they have, they have strength throughout their core, their goalkeeper, defence, midfield, striker, a Traore. And yesterday you looked at the, the spine of our team and it was fucking weak, man. With, without the strikers, no holding midfielder, no Alderweire, the fucking Gazaniga in goal. It's, it's, it's soft through the middle. We could have won that game on another day. I thought that Wolves are very vulnerable when we, when we attacked them. Yeah. And um, overall, I don't think we played too bad. It's just silly, silly individual mistakes in giving the ball away. It's like watching England. We just could not keep the football. And without S and K, we were uh, creating chances. We had we had decent chances. Exactly. Bergvine scored. Uh, a lot of people went. Can you tell Ricky had to spell? Just to say Bergvine. I just think of Chegwin. He just calls Begwin. He's walking around going. Everyone else is calling him Bergwijn, but fuck that. I'm Ricky, I'm going to call him Begwijn. Begwijn. You've got to Photoshop Chegger's face at him. Yeah, um, yeah but we, you know, we scored the goal, we got pegged back. It was fucking it was disappointing to concede. It got played across the bat line, but the <coughs> these things happen. The guy had again, like a sumptuous Sergio Aurier goal. I, I, we need to talk about Sergio Aurier in a second, <laughs> right? But... Sumptuous is how I describe that 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 curling left on the weakest weak weakest foot as well. It was like a tuba, but from the other side. Maybe it was Newcastle. Yeah. It was. It was absolutely beautiful. Um, uh, but but if it wasn't for the individual mistakes, we probably would have gone out and won that game. We weren't the worst team on the pitch. It was fifty-fifty. Wolves are really good in their pomp. But someone made the point that at Molyneux we didn't deserve to win, and yeah. we did. I think. And okay, I can't completely say Wolves didn't deserve to win yesterday. They they did all right. But we did. Yeah. Do you know something? What? <laughs> someone's got. Someone's got to debunk this. We've not beaten Wolves at home for well over ten years in the league. I can't remember it because we lost last season at Wembley. Yeah. The last season they were up. They did a double over us. Kenny Miller scored the winner, and in the snow, I can't remember. But it's Kabul and Gudjonsson's debut. The last time and the season before that, I think Alan Hutton scored some really weird goal. Well, it was like the last time they were up, we beat them 2 0 away. I think it was uh, um, yes, Adebayor and yeah. that was Parker's debut as well. Defoe. Was it Parker's debut? Yeah, yeah. That, I'm trying to think of the home game that so season. That was, so that would have been, we, we couldn't have won that See, one. See, Barney's brain busted, he's doing me now. When they had, well, they had Carl Henry who's their captain. When, then, when there's no pressure, face. he's pulling out, he's on the training <laughs> pitch, he's whacking them in the top. Corner. Have, we, have you got Barney's brain busted? No, we didn't ask Please, no. There's no point, is there? We didn't put the request in, got to put change control in, mate. Before you change the running order. It's office speak. Blue sky thinking. <laughs> Winks was captain. Was you happy about that? I was happy for him, and I thought he actually played quite well. Yeah, he did play well. How could someone so small captain that team? Got, fucking Maradona was the captain of Argentina. Yeah, but tiny. He, he was ten foot of cocaine as well. Exactly. <laughs> Messi, Messi's captain of Barcelona. Yeah, the greatest player to ever do. And cocaine. Yeah. Anyway, what, what else you got? What other little captains? Yeah, little. Uh, Mark Noble is captain of West Ham. He's little. Yeah, you take Cat. him. Dennis <laughs> Wise. Dennis, Dennis, Dennis Wise, full Cat. of full of ketamine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and well, Gattuso. Uh, Gattuso never captains uh, Milan or anybody. Gattuso took spice. He seems, strikes me as captain material. No, but when you're in a team alongside Maldini and those kind of guys, um, Kaká and Shevchenko, I don't think you ever captain. If you had to apply a drug to Gattuso, who, who would it be? Who would you attach a drug? Would it be what? Like um, I don't know. I don't meth. In depth. I'd say spice. I don't have much <laughs> knowledge of drugs. Spice. Spice is like a synthetic uh, cannabinoid. Okay. Yeah, it fucks you up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Good. Um, first sub we've made uh, it was on seventy fifth minute. Yep. And uh, that was a trait of Pochettino's. We always thought that Mourinho would be more reactive to what's going on the pitch. My defence to Mourinho in that would have been that it didn't really need changing. <coughs> we were doing okay. Mm. It's It was a case of just waiting and seeing. What would you say? I think he should have made a sub earlier in that game. Um, I mean, we were playing well. We had a whole week's rest. And um, Wolves played on the Thursday, so... Um, 
I completely understand why he could have maybe waited, but I think that game needed to change at about the 65-minute mark. Mm. So it was a bit weird, because the three subs he made didn't really have much of an impact, and, and I guess we may as well bring up you know, Troy Parrott now. Him coming on with a minute left, what's that got to do? We needed a goal ages before that. I think, I think what, I mean, I agree with you, and it didn't mean anything, but it was just, it's like edging him in, isn't it? It's just like, give him a little nudge. It's like thumbing in an inch. I knew that was where you were going. <laughs> thumbing in a floppy. Yeah. Not, not thumbing in a floppy. If you've ever, you ever been in that situation where you're just like, you're like, you're so pissed, but you just feel like you've got to go through with it, even though your Todgers let you down, you're just slowly thumbing it in. And, and, and not on like, like everyone's, everyone's uh, agreeing that this is... I'm thinking, I don't know you're going in Everybody this. Is, is partaking in this. Right? I'm not saying that, that you're thumbing it into a, somebody's unconscious. Yeah. I'm saying that... She's like, go on, for fuck's sake. And you're like, well, the best I can do is find me in this rough. Well, the, the yeah. thing is, it becomes a battle between your mind and your dick. And like, your mind is like, come on, respond. And your mm. dick's like, fuck off. And it's, you, you, at what point do you give up? Not that it's ever happened to me. Italian blood, don't need it, but yeah. Mm. <laughs> so no, you, I was going to tell it a week ago. <laughs> so you're, you're, you're so, yeah, no, Italian fine. blood is the worst blood. <laughs> it's the worst blood, fuck it. What, um, so have you ever lost a mind over buddy? Yeah, yeah, of course. It happened after 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 like a uh, forty-five minutes. You get a, a little bit frustrated. Fucking take a fucking Lothario <laughs> over yeah, here. It's when you've been caught fucking, out. What's his name? Man? A fucking Magic Mike. Listen to Magic oh, Mike hey. over here. <laughs> I bet I bet Barney's the kind of guy who does fucking look inside the mirror. Don Juan yeah, da, Don Juan DeMarco over here. Yeah, it's like Patrick Bateman just staring at his fingers, watching him fuck. No, so, sometimes you've been left at home alone by yourself, and you you think <laughs> you think there's no chance of sex happening. So you kind of have a little fun with yourself. <laughs> and then suddenly your missus bursts out the wardrobe. She comes home, she's out of class. <laughs> I'm ready! <laughs> Tassels on. That evil monkey family guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have the hat. Do you never get the fear of that where you think you're home alone? No. And you get home, <laughs> you get home early and you, you haven't looked around the house and you just go straight, you're like a little bit horny, you go straight to the bathroom, left the door open. Straight on your phone, yeah. and you started touching yourself, and uh, <laughs> all of a sudden, no, listen, mate, listen, listen. Women touch themselves. Men just grab hold of it. Okay, grab no, hold of so, What was you doing? Sort of circling your your finger around your nipple. Then all of a sudden, you hear a noise. <laughs> yeah. You hear a noise, and you realise you're not home by yourself. You've had that, of course. You've been caught? No, I've never been caught. No, fuck it, I don't get caught. But yeah, it's like... yeah Jesus Christ. In more ways than one. That's so <laughs> so sinister. Okay. <laughs> You ever been caught, T? No, not even close. Really? Extra careful. Yeah, as an adult, no. Yeah, the best thing, when we did the, we did, uh, again, another plug for Patreon, but we do podcasts about stuff other than Tottenham. And <coughs> we did an hour-long uh, conversation with uh, a guy who's going to be listening to this, Tim, Canadian Tim, or blind Tim, <laughs> if you want to talk about him. Be a, he, he's a guy who's blind, and one of the questions we asked him was, that, have you ever been caught? Because you can't see and he said, no. And I said, how do you know? And he's like, you're right, I don't know. Maybe I have been called. Imagine this whole family's surprise birthday party. And he's, he's opened the door and the first thing he's doing is get up really fucking all He's probably all over X videos as well. <laughs> when does he even realise? Well, this is another question we asked him. We asked him about... Um, about he's watching porn. <laughs> well, this is, this is... He says they, there's, a, there's like a, 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 a category for blind people on Pornhub where they describe what's going on in a very graphic, uh, graphic way. So I, I challenge anyone to listen, uh, who's listening to this or, or, or watching on Patreon is um, how fast can you reach climax while watching blind porn? Well, there's the, there's depends the, on your voice, is it? There's the countdown game. Do you remember that? Wait, wait, wait blind porn, audio descriptive or blind porn Audio description. <laughs> but if they're blind... Blind it, porn it stars. It doesn't make... It, it, it will make no difference. It must be a category, no? Should, yeah, well, well, people, blind porn stars. <laughs> But well, what's the difference they between normal people? Try to put it in. They, are they keep missing the <laughs> They are normal for fuck's sake. Their eyes roll that. back. Yeah. <laughs> so is this? The, the, you mean the large part of the appeal to blind porn is is the woman trying to get the white to give cane. a bloke a, a blowjob? Um, no, it's like an audio tail on a donkey. Uh, audio description. Very Anyway, so um, we lost to wolves, and this is what, this is where we've got to. Eric Dyer. Uh, is, is he got a future at centre back for Spurs as a backup? Like he's out, he said in the papers today that he want, that's what he wants to play. Um, Pochettino wouldn't allow him to, but I think this is where going to play permanently. And Mourinho was actually quite happy with his performance, but he looked a big stiff idiot at times yesterday. 
to be fair. Well, at, just generally, really, isn't it? Well, yeah, I mean, I think the first goal, was he at fault for that one? I believe he was. I think he just was slow to clear it. I, th- I think Dyer's kind of a little bit at fault with most, most goals because he's, he's just a little bit slow and he doesn't, I don't think he intercepts the ball well enough. And I think he has a future as a centre-back for like a middle, a mid-table Premier League team that sits a little bit low. I mean, <coughs> he'd be excellent for someone like Burnley in a low block, but in a back three on a pressing team, he's got no, he's got no career. Uh, can you describe the next six months for Tottenham? How, like, in your head, you, I, I've visualised it. Uh, I just want to know what you feel. How, 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 how do you feel the next six months are going? In, a, in, in, in 30 seconds to a minute, what do you think is going to happen? Is it the best case scenario or what I think is going to happen? Just what you think, not best case scenario. Just what you, how do you vis- envisage the next six months? Well, it'll be like being in a plane, okay. emergency landing, you know, planes all over the shop, a bit of turbulence. That's kind of where we are now. And then, um, you know, it's like a like bug's bunny car when you've got air brakes. I think that's what's going to happen before we hit the ground. The plane just stops in midair mm. and lands safely. Right. So that, what that means is that <laughs> in the summer there's going to be a nice clear out. You know, take, you know, taking, a, taking a bit of um, what, what do you call that when you like um, when you shit yourself, take the stuff. No, no, you can't it. like yeah, like that. The kind of electric cleaner, like a cleaner. Oh, okay. Oh, colonic irrigation. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> you're talking about me drinking and it makes you shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's it called? It's a pottery No, you put that up, your bum. What, <laughs> what are you saying? Put it in Cal- your mouth. You take- oil. Laxative. That's no, the that's fucking word. <laughs> that's why Mooch is here. <laughs> it's like we're taking a laxative yeah. in the summer when you're on my dire, all these average players go. Yeah. And then we you know we drink a bit of water. So that'd be like, I don't know, some fresh players. Maybe the um, Leipzig centre back who didn't play last week. Was, yeah, him and a few others. And I think we'd be fine. But what, 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 how, how do you see the rest of the season planning out? The rest of the season planning done? out, I think, um, I think we'll probably end up being sixth. In the league, um, I think Mar- I think Mourinho will get enough wins to just get us in the European places. And in the summer, it's going to be a clear out. And I think the next two winners will just be like rebuilding. Next season, I think we'll finish fifth. Go on. I think we'll um, continue to win a couple, lose a couple, and kind of to and fro until our two injured players come back, and we'll have a proper go the last three or four matches. But we'll <coughs> just fall short. And if we're lucky, scrape fifth. But probably finish like T said six, and then have to rebuild in summer. I, but I think there's going to be a lot of weeks like this where we've we've lost and it's been frustrating. Yeah, I agree. I agree with all of that. Mm. Uh, can we win the FA Cup though? Of course we can. Absolutely. Do you feel like we've got a good chance? Absolutely. I think in one-off games, yeah. Do you think we're like third best? I think we need we need to continue to get nice draws. I mean, not the Southampton away wasn't a nice draw in the end, but. We got through it. I, if we if we if we get through Norwich and then we get a lucky draw, why not? Okay. If we get City away or Liverpool away, we're fucked. Now we've got the return of Windy, in some form or another. Mm. Welcome back. Missed you. Could you pause that, please, Mitch? Pause it. Yeah, pause it. Transition by Windy Coys, aged thirty-six years and one month. Transition. Seems like it's the position that we find ourselves in season after season, the Tottenham way since my early days, like it's my club's one true mission, always chasing something but unsure what, a lack of clarity that runs all the way from the top and which causes a disparity between what we, the fans, want to achieve and what they, the businessmen who run our club, want us to believe we can achieve. That sounds cynical but the truth is I'm not. I believe that Daniel Levy has been net good, I remember where we came from not that long ago. We might have been Newcastle or Villa, honestly we could. But instead we were level pegging with Liverpool until two seasons ago. They made good decisions and investments in their team. We built a stadium and I don't believe that's a smokescreen. Infrastructure is important in the long-term future of this thing we call a football club. And without the stadium, the training ground, we won't progress long-term. Even if it feels like just buying another fucking striker could have all but confirmed a league title win when we were competing with Leicester City. Now that moment's long gone, and we're back to transition again, more's the pity. But the point I'm making is that this transition could be different from the past, because the stadium's here now, with a revenue stream that's built to last. Drink up your beaver town and add to the coffers, because finally that money can go towards some transfer offers. It'll need to, because, my word, we've let our squad get tired. Blame Levy, blame Pochettino, hell blame Mourinho if you want, but your agenda is undesired. Jose is dividing opinion, I'd say he's 48-52 right now, 
Mexit isn't happening anytime soon though, Article 50 isn't getting triggered, unlike the Pochettino truthers who still believe that this mess was fixable and that he could have reconfigured. What we need is some patience, some acceptance of this latest situation. Reopening old wounds feels unhelpful and just leads to more frustration. Instead, we should focus on where we go from here, what this new transition can become, because there's so much potential still, the groundwork off the pitch is done, and now it's our time, so suck your mum. So there you go, uh, Wendy's um, youth update. Well, not youth update. Boom, 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 boom. Proud of my boy, Wendy. Boom, 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 boom. Windy, blah, 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 <laughs> up in his motherfucker, we'll put your dick in his ass. Not my, not, no, no, his dick in your ass. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever, he'd done a nice little poem, didn't he? He, he did, it was well, nice, a bit of beat poetry. Yeah, I liked it. We, we, he gets a lot of stick every week, he but I just want to say that he's, he's a great person <laughs> who's really grown... <laughs> He's really grown into the windy he is today, and he's fantastic. And the fact what? that he's got the confidence to put this poetry out there shows what kind of a person. He, and I'm so proud of him. Boom, 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 <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Proud yeah, of my boy. Listen to Griselda. Listen to Windy. Um, yeah, you know, yeah, of course, of course. And we, we like Windy has pointed this out a couple of times because obviously everybody listens to the pod, and then we've got a WhatsApp group. And Windy's like, "Why the fuck do you mention me every week?" That's because you give. So much, mm. and we're going to take a little bit. That's Just how, a little bit. That's how it works. Has uh, anyone listened to the Ornstein? Was Ornstein? Ornstein. I was a bit confused. Is it Stein or Stein? Ornstein or Stein uh, and Chapman Bay, uh, p- podcast. They managed to secure an interview with Damien Comoli, mm. uh, who obviously was a previous sporting director or director of football at Tottenham in the mid two thousands. Uh, he signed such players as Luka Modric. As Benoit Sirocotto. Yep. Tainio, Cabal. He was involved in the Baudel, I think. Mm-hmm. Tarapt. Tarapt, yeah. And loads. Uh, and uh, Liverpool, <coughs> he was involved in Suarez signing for... Henderson. Henderson as Downing. well. Downing. Downing, okay. Uh, Adam Johnson. Carroll. Probably had some involvement <laughs> in that somewhere. Um, Adam Johnson? Yeah. Why? Adam Johnson didn't sign for They both played for Middlesbrough. Oh, okay. They both played for Middlesbrough. There you go. Uh, Saving for Yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, basically, he's 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 a weird one, isn't he? Because he gets he gets gets a lot of stick and has, has lost a lot of jobs, but has actually brought in as his his role, his job is to is to bring in footballers to to, to clubs and, and get value for money there. Mm. And he tends to he tends to last three or four years at a club or even less, and then move on. And he's recently just left his job at Fenerbahce after serving a, uh, a a notice period of a year. So a year ago, he's like, I don't want to do this job anymore. And he's <coughs> like, well, you're serving your notice period. And he's been there for a year. So anyway, this podcast really, really interesting. He talks about that period at Fenerbahce. But one of the uh, things he talks about in this um, in this podcast is how the, the Ornestine asks him a question about how, he's, how was Daniel Levy to work with. Um, and... This is what he said, because he, he, he works very closely with Billy Bean. And for those that don't know, if, if you want to know Billy Bean, is the best way to understand it is to watch Moneyball, the, mm-hmm. the film. It's on Netflix, I think, at the moment. Yeah. Uh, and it's about a way of looking at a player's <coughs> value and abilities on the pitch through their statistical output. So pure, not, not on preconceived ideas of what this player is, purely on what they can do on the pitch and in certain areas. So you might want a defensive midfielder. All he does is intercept tackle and can make short range passes and they'll have some sort of system that finds the best players in the land to do that who are undervalued so um, anyway so he's, he's widely regarded as a, a bit of a genius Billy Bean and Comley's like of that school of thought so he signs players based on statistics generally Anyway, he said, of Daniel Levy, he says, I was discussing this with Billy Bean, keeping in mind Billy's one of the best sporting executives of all time. He said, what people should understand is across all sports, Daniel Levy is one of the best executives. He said that there wasn't a single chairman or a sports executive in the world of football that has managed to advance a club so much on and off the pitch in the last two decades, both in terms of quality and of, uh, of the squad and the club's assets. He also added, I think they should have a statue of Daniel Levy outside the stadium. Daniel took in uh, took the club into a dimension they never thought they would be able to take the club into. Nice That's little good. grenade there. 
Frosty kind of mull over. <laughs> so let's talk about what he said. Let's, let's, let's talk about the statue first. Would anyone spit on it? Probably. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I think a statue is too far, but I, I, I don't think that he's talking about having a statue outside him for real. He's just making a point of how much impact that he's had over the last two decades. Um, I'm not, I, I don't want to comment straight away because everybody knows that I, I love Daniel Levy <laughs> and I get a lot of stick for it. But, um, Okay, let, let's deal with some of the some of the um, criticisms of Daniel Levy at the moment, right? And there was Again? a tweet. Well, no, there, there were specifics that someone okay, hi highlighted out, right? And I'm not going to mention the guy's Twitter account because I don't want to send negative things his way. But he said um, he says he doesn't back managers, i.e. Nelson and Sahar. He says two years of no signings, the highest <laughs> ticket prices in Europe, one League Cup in his era at Tottenham, uh, profit over glory, one striker at the moment. To do is to dare, to dear. Sorry, to dear. Fuck that. Enoch out. What? What's? Um, I, I think the biggest thing is the pricing. I, I, I can understand what. Well, they put so the prices up. We've just watched Eric Dar flail about bloody centre back. Yeah. So it's hard to it's hard to herald Daniel Levy when the prices are so extravagant. Isn't it? I mean, yes. If if you look back through Daniel Levy, it's 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 a um, kind of an era of almost. We've had like I don't know how many semi-finals, eight semi-finals. We've lost um, um, a League Cup under Pochettino, a League Cup final. We've lost a Champions League final. Um, we've lost, I think we lost finals under Hoddle as well. So there was opportunities. And Redknapp. And Redknapp. Did we lose a final under Redknapp? Yeah, League Cup Man final. Man United. Oh, yeah. So you can see we've, we've nearly got there, but it's, it hasn't quite worked out. But if you, regarding the <coughs> statue, yeah, you know, he doesn't deserve a statue. But if you look at teams who've won trophies in that period, Birmingham, um, Wigan, Wigan um, fucking Arsenal, Leicester, ignore Arsenal, Leicester, um, they won the Premier League. If you look at our stature compared to teams who have won trophies in that period, we are miles bigger than them. So Levy deserves some credit for that. Unfortunately, we've always just fallen short in the finals and semi-finals, which I don't know if it's his fault or not. I don't, I, I, I don't think it was Daniel Levy that put fucking Michelle Vorm in goal against Man United in the semi-final. I don't think it was Daniel Levy that played Son at left-back. I don't think it was Daniel Levy that tripped over um, Dawson against Portsmouth. It, these things happen in football, which is beyond the control of a chairman. Eight of the last nine domestic trophies have been won by one team, so there is that. Yeah, I mean, fucking, no one gives a shit about the League Cup, but Man City have won it three Ooh. times in a row. That's kind of what you're up against. They celebrate it? Yeah, they did a bit. Kind of. They did a bit. I mean, that's another interesting conversation, actually. There's been a lot said about Man City having Wembley fatigue and people having a go at them for it. But I, I kind of get it. I mean, they're not going to get home till after midnight because the final is on at some stupid time, like 4pm, and the last train probably leaves five minutes after four times, something stupid but like would that. would that stop you if, if it was Spurs? Like, if it was in Glasgow, you'd be there, you'd get a fucking hotel, you'd do it. Yeah, but if we, if we did it like five, six years in a row, I then don't think you'd have... not fuck that, you watch it on the telly. would you? <laughs> you know, and... Um, I mean, I don't really want to go over old ground and leave it. I've, I've made my point clear. I'm not, I'm not his biggest fan. I'm fairly ambivalent towards him, to be fair. Imagine, and, um, imagine, imagine though, T, if he built himself a statue outside the <laughs> <laughs> I'd rate him. That's a proper boss move. <laughs> a, a, a gold one. But it'd right. be funny, like, Saddam Ascended to bring the statue down and end up killing a bunch of Levy haters. The balls are eating the and they all get crushed by the statue. <laughs> like, but the gold statue has just a pair of black Ray-Bans on top of it. <laughs> Love that. Uh, yeah, look. Yeah. I just, I get, get like yeah. some someone. So there's a guy I can't remember. Like he listens to the podcast, obviously, because he he knows to at me every time someone says it's logical about uh, Levy being bad for the club, and this geezer will at me saying Flav Bateman doesn't agree or something like that, right? Along those lines. And I was like, I looked at it and I was like, maybe I should start this conversation about why I think Daniel Levy has been a positive impact in the football club. Please don't. <laughs> I didn't. But like, like I'm, in that moment of having a couple of glasses of wine, like maybe I'm, I'm up for this. For the next hour or two, I'll give, like, I'll give some energy to this and let's have a conversation and maybe I'll make some uh, headway into their argument or maybe I'll be educated. But then I, I just kind of responded. It's like saying, look, we can... Should we... Like do a back and forth over Twitter for the next couple of hours and then just walk away frustrated that, yeah. that they haven't understood our opinion, and that's that's what it is on Twitter, and that's what I, it is. I thought you were going to say something else. What? We have a roll around on the cobbles. 
Yeah. yeah give, me, give me a number. We'll go, go, go to the street and have a, have that's a the cobbles. Equivalent. Is the equivalent is, is that I, like, we'll, we'll have a roll around on the cobbles. I'll get battered, but I'll still believe what I believe. <laughs> T, T, I like that. T was really right when he said that one team has won like nine of the... Look, look across fucking European football. You've got monopolies everywhere. Foot, the, the amount of trophies are being shared amongst fucking eight teams in European football, if that, if it, probably even less. So it's really difficult to blame a chairman. The only thing our chairman can do is, is try, to, try and get the team as close as they can to winning things. And we've been really close, and we just fucked up down to players, down to managers, down to bad luck. I think the two windows about signing anyone was pretty poor. And that's probably got to be at Levy's door. There's rumours about the Grealish signing, why it never happened again. Yeah. If that's true, that's probably at Levy's door again. Okay. But shit happens... What are you going to do? If you're going to get rid of him, have a succession plan. If you're not going to tell me what we're going to do if we get rid of him, then just shut the fuck up. But who, who the fuck is going to buy Tottenham? Who has the money to come buy Tottenham? Who, um, Shake Mansour. Who's trying to, uh, a football team's trying to be sold now, not Newcastle, someone else. Uh, West Ham. Who the fuck is going to go buy West Ham? West Ham's probably a better legitimate idea to buy than, than Tottenham. <laughs> but who's they, don't have the the they don't own their stadium, though. But they're paying, what, they're paying one million pound. They pay oh, yeah. one million pound rent a year. So who's gonna? Who has got the money now to come in and buy Tottenham? And who's got the money to then? You can't go and throw eight hundred million pounds. We need, at we need someone stuff. who's desperately under threat in their own country with a lot of money who needs a public profile so they're not assassinated. So like Roman Roman Abramovich. We need someone to steal a country's natural resources for himself <laughs> and then to avoid assassination by a football club. That's what we need. See, my resolution is just that to get. He almost did, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> now, where is he? Just in Israel now. He's, in Israel. About. He's, he's, yeah, he's, he's uh, an Israeli national. I, I love that bit. I love the fact that he like, couldn't get in. He was like, I'll fucking become Israeli then. Israel's uh, sure good, man. I've been to Tel Aviv. I'm not saying it isn't good. Like, we oh, were suggesting okay. that I didn't have think a ball, it was... have it all. <laughs> <laughs> um, or, oh, I what I was going to say about the Levy's so <laughs> Maybe China's next. Someone yeah. in China's going to, someone's going to, they're going to have to. Not for wash, a bit. <laughs> they're going to have to wash, wash their hands and wash their money, money. and they come by Spurs. Just for record, God. every person should be washing their hands, not just Chinese people. But <laughs> no, I never said that. No. <laughs> it's kind of what it's <laughs> like. We, we've talked about this a lot over the last couple of weekends about what is and isn't racism, right? Okay. We thought we, we got through to you. <laughs> <laughs> We're still trying. I'm still trying. <laughs> Leave the, the look party gave me. Was like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Under that bus, he goes. <laughs> Levy needs a director of football. That would solve a lot of the problems because Levy is doing the commercial side and the playing side, and he can't do both. Now we've had Camoli and Baldini in the past who. Did not completely work, but Sinan's got put through because we had someone solely responsible for that side of things. Yeah. Hitchin, as I think Kamoli said, is responsible for the football side to a degree, but we need a proper director of football to just get the Sinan's over the line, identify players, sort that out. When you listen to that podcast, do you think he should come back? I did. I did for a bit as well. It's, it's quite charming. It's quite compelling. It's just the way he speaks to that body. He knows. He I don't knows want him back. I'm not, saying, I don't say, I'm not saying I want him I, back. I want him back. <laughs> I want him back. All's forgiven. Come if back. If you speak to any of them, Arneson, Baldini, they're all the same. They've all got fucking... That's how to get their jobs. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, I signed Gareth Bell. He turned into a world-class player. He's like, fuck off. What about Tarapt? Who did actually turn into... Like, to be fair, right. he's, he's a defensive midfielder He now, signed a few FIFA. decent players, though, to be fair. I don't, I, I, I don't get the Camoli slander from Spurs fans because we signed, a, we signed Kevin Prince-Boateng. He he's, wanted to have a decent career. And he came from nowhere, really. His signings tend to age very well. Yeah. That's, that's what happens with him. That, and, and basically, he, does, he gets sacked before he can get all, all the benefits. Well, that's exactly it. I mean, he Jordan Henderson, he properly eulogised about him. Did it, did it make you sort of second-guess what you know about him, though? Yeah. I, did, I still think he's, like, garbage... But, but directors I, of football, I mean, apart from, um, was it Monchi from, is it Sevilla or Roma? Sevilla, I mean, now at Roma. And you've got the geezer from Lille who signed um, Pepe and Hazard and a few other guys for cheap, and the Monaco yeah. guy. I mean, the majority of them are, do have middling um, kind of success, so you can't expect them all to be, I don't know, a fucking Campos or a Monchi. Some of them yeah. are going to be mixed success. Even the geezer at um, Leicester, Walsh. Yeah. You know, you've got Mares and Kante and a cheap from the French first division. I mean... I still think we need to have that. We need to have that model in place. Yeah, then there was the guy at Newcastle as well, Carr, who had a bit of success. But now Walsh is at Everton, and they just keep signing fucking donkeys. They, it's um, it's 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 a very difficult job to sign um, superstars. It has to be a perfect storm. Yeah, I stopped listening. <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone else has too. <laughs> uh, Gareth Waterworth, this is, we're going to end on this. Mm. Is, are we good enough to play in Europe? Yes. Yeah, for sure. Hit stop. 
Yeah, we are. That's it. That's the end of the Fighting Cock podcast. Um, look, this this has been a podcast that's difficult to do and, and not not difficult because it's hard to talk about Spurs. Obviously, it ain't. Like We're lucky enough to do this and people listen to it. It's hard to sometimes find fresh ways to, to re-skin a... What did you re-skin a cat? Reskin a cat. There's more than one way to skin a cat. <laughs> Reskinning re a cat sounds like the most horrific thing I think. Yeah, but there's only one way to reskin a cat, right? Okay. Which is like really fucking awkwardly. And yeah. Um, yeah. No, but, but it just just finding new ways to talk about Spurs uh, mm. when, when we essentially get the same result over and over again is is is, is tricky. And, and hope people are enjoying this. And, and if you're not, obviously there are other free podcasts you can listen to. You just got we just got plow through it. You got to plow through it. What other times you've plowed through things, buddy? Go. Um, marathons. Good answer. Good answer. Really We've, good answer. Let's we'll, end it. But we'll, we'll, we'll get the real answer when we talk about Noah's Bard in a second. Behind the paywall. Yeah, behind the paywall. Yes. When you get, where you can tell the truth. Yes. <laughs> can you cut it, please? Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 Your plans? Today it's dinner with the parents at your spot. We gotta come back here. Now, their spot. Or you're on the edge of your seat at the game. Come on, just one time. And it's the one. Or maybe you're catching the next flight to... Now boarding flight 1850. Oh, that's you. The choice is yours. And when you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, only by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.